Welcome to your bestie Estie, where Alyssa, who is my bestie Estie, I'm Ariel, by the way, um, but that's okay. You don't need to know that much about me. We're mostly going to talk about Alyssa and her. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and her thing, which is all things aesthetic. We're really excited to bring this to you. We've been talking about doing this show for a while. I think we started talking about making a podcast together back in like 2020, like pandemic days. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think we even started recording an episode and it just like the timing was just not right. I mean, yeah, I think that that the pandemic did that to a lot of people. <laughs> the timing just wasn't, just right. wasn't right. But now is a great time for us to do your bestie Esty. And today we have a really great topic. And that is Alyssa's 10 commandments of skincare. And this was originally an Instagram post. Is that right, Alyssa? Yes, it was. And then when did you make the, was the Instagram post in 2020? 2021? 2019, 2020. It was a few years ago. Yeah. But it, it was a popular one. It was. I mean, I was seeing all these like rules from other estheticians online, you know, like number one rule, blah, blah, blah. And then it just kind of occurred to me, like, what are my skincare values? Like my, my commandments. Your core beliefs. Yes. My core beliefs when it comes to skincare. And you know, there are 10 religious commandments. <laughs> there are 10 skincare commandments. In the Christian Bible, to be clear. I mean, I, yes. I think there are a lot of other beliefs out there, but 10 are is Are there a other good... commandments? Mm, I don't know. I, I'm not well-versed enough in religion to really get into that. But You are in skincare religion. <laughs> Thanks to you. <laughs> so we've been best friends now for, what, 20 years? Why are you telling people that? It's gross. You're showing our age. No, she means five. <laughs> five years. Age is about wisdom, right? Well, you wouldn't be able to tell that we've been friends for 20 years because we look like 20 years ago we weren't even born because of all these skincare commandments that we're listening to. <laughs> You've given me the tools to stay looking young and fresh. Thanks, thanks a lot to these 10 commandments of skincare that we're going to get into. But first, Alyssa, how did you start your your journey in aesthetics? When would you say you you first started? Was it like I mean, let's be real. We've all like as as women and not that just women are listening to this podcast, but like we were we've been trying to take care of our skin, quote unquote, for like since what, high school where we use like Neutrogena and St. Ives and like Noxema wipes. Whatever face wash pro and other products were being marketed to us. And then like nothing else. And then we would just like pack on the terrible makeup and that we didn't know how to apply. And I mean, that was definitely my first interest in it, but I didn't know <laughs> what I was doing. I would say like 2010 or 11 was when I, well, that's when I went to beauty school. Right. And it was about a year before beauty school that I started getting into makeup. And then that got me into that YouTube phase where they talked heavily about how to remove your makeup. I remember your YouTube phase. You learned a lot. Yes, I did. <laughs> I would say I learned more on YouTube than I did beauty school, but But if you're thinking about going to beauty school, you should still do it. It's a great investment. Well, you have to. So. <laughs> it's also the law. Yeah. <laughs> State board will not let you get licensed without Well, it. I'm I'm licensed according to the YouTube videos. Yes. I can pass the test. <laughs> I think maybe you could pass that. I, I would have trusted you to pass the test after like your YouTube, your YouTube education. 
I mean, I will say beauty school teaches you sanitation and like that is yeah, important. like how to keep things sterilized and and hygienic and whatnot. You know, I'm really happy as knowing that you, um, as the person who waxes my lady parts, that you know how to keep everything sanitary. Yes, it's important. <laughs> that is uh, an unwritten rule of the skincare commandments. <laughs> That's yeah. That's not a skincare commandment. I think that's just like a life commandment. Yeah, be, be hygienic san- and be sanitary. Be please. sanitary. <laughs> Anyways, you've come a long way since then, and you just recently opened this lash and beauty bar that we are recording today's episode in. So exciting! I'm so thankful that we have this lovely space to record in, and also this lovely space for your clients to enjoy their treatments in. Absolutely. I'm so incredibly grateful for all of my clients and the ability to open up this space. It's been nothing but amazing. I have two wonderful other girls in here who nails, massage, Reiki, other wonderful services. And and now not only do we have all that, we get to do our podcast here. We get to do our podcast here. In the Lash and Beauty Bar in Half Moon Bay, um, located in the shops at Harbor Village in Suite 4. And you can find Lash and Beauty Bar at lashandbeautybarhmb.com. That is correct. Yeah. It's so exciting. This this brand new business just opened three months ago, four months ago? Four months ago. To be fair, I have been in business for longer than that, but I have branched out and opened my own. Yes. Sorry. My own shop. Yes. yes. Just your, to clarify. Your own your own whole location. Yes. Before that, you were located inside of another uh, salon. Correct. Yeah. Just down the hall. You just moved down the hall. Yeah, I really did. It was really, it was, it was such a struggle for my clients to have to <laughs> go a whole six spaces south, north. Who cares? We believe in them. <laughs> Yes. They're smart enough to come see you, so I know that they're smart enough to find your new space. Yes, they are. <laughs> okay, so the 10 commandments of skincare. Let's just dive right in. And the first commandment is thou shalt wear sunscreen every day. This is a commandment that has been, uh, it's taken a long time for me to adopt this personally. Having gone to college in Hawaii and just sort of lived in a bikini all and- day. And fried sun by tanning skin. oil and oil tanning beds with those stickers that you put on like the playboy bunny sticker I did that yeah. guilty guilty oh, yeah. mm-hmm. my whole most of my adult life yeah probably way longer than I want to admit to I was there for all of it you can't lie to me but you can lie to them about that <laughs> I will not lie to you I did not f- adopt sunscreen as part of my daily routine until age 30 and that is way too late to be adopting sunscreen girls doesn't matter what age you are how young you are how old you are and parents of of kids lather them in sunscreen teach them to apply sunscreen ingrain that in them at a young age that when they go into high school and they don't want to listen to you anymore the only thing they listen to you about is the sunscreen and there's all all kinds of sunscreen products now like I was on a walk the other day with our friend who's pregnant and she told me that she had to wear special sunscreen because she's pregnant. Yes. We will talk about that on a different episode <laughs> about, you know, like a lot of um, times have evolved. We've learned a lot more about things. So not everything is as scary when you're pregnant, but yes, there's and also sunscreen for sensitive skin is more likely I mean and babies can't wear sunscreen for a while like there's a lot there's I remember that from nannying yeah 
and uh which is i mean then you just have to keep them out of the sun yeah i was not allowed i was not allowed to bring the baby out into the sun unless he was wearing a hat which was problematic because he did not like wearing hats he would rip it off as soon as i put it on his head yeah babies don't like to wear things (laughs) they don't like clothes just like want to live as nature intended no hats nope yeah I feel that I don't want to wear a hat even when I put a hat on myself because I'm like this is cute like halfway through I'm like why did I do this to myself but hats are a great way to avoid getting too much sun exposure on your face in addition to the sunscreen and know your make the sunscreen and your makeup is not enough so realistically how much sunscreen should we be putting on our face two finger lengths it's a teaspoon two finger lengths a teaspoon mm-hmm. okay so, it's just easier you're not going to measure with a teaspoon I mean you can you do I'm, you I'm but right. like, but just do the length of like your pointer finger and your middle finger and apply one stripe to one side of your face and the other stripe to the other side and rub it all in you should be reapplying every 90 minutes if you're outdoors and being active and sweating or getting in the water so what if you're just kind of like sitting at home like working from home or in an office do, should you be reapplying during the day? I feel like that's not super realistic, but is that... Well, t- I mean, if you're working at an office, I'm imagining you're wearing some kind of makeup, which makes it harder. Uh, so then things like there's um, PCA, the uh, skincare brand I use, they carry a daily defense mist so you can mist on top of your makeup. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then they all, there's that Supergoop has a powder. So it's like a touch-up powder. The setting powder. Yes. Well, okay. it's in like a thingy. It, yeah. It's a set, it's not just a setting powder. It's just a mineral powder. So okay. you can use it to set your makeup. You can use it in as makeup if you get the non-translucent one. That is enough for the purposes of you being in the office or sitting at home. Okay. But if you're outside and active, like at the beach or going on a hike, which I don't do, or <laughs> whatever, like that, then you need to apply, reapply every 90 minutes. Got it. Okay. Number two. Thou shalt remove thy makeup every night. So I know we are all guilty of breaking this commandment. Every single Mm -hmm. person out there, do not tell me otherwise I will not believe you. I'm zero for two in terms of like daily compliance with these. I mean, you know, I appreciate your honesty. And the (laughs) truth of the matter is... These are not meant to shame people into thinking that you have to be perfect. This is a guideline. No one's perfect. No one is perfect. And Mm -hmm. if you are doing most of these consistently, you're doing great. But you should be removing your makeup every night just for so many reasons. I mean, one, your pillow, your poor pillow. My pillows are gross. And then on the nights that you do wash your face and take off your makeup and you lay back on that pillow, what's on there? (laughs) Just black street. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and oil and dirt and makeup from days before. So usually I don't I don't really wear a lot of face makeup. So if I don't successfully remove all of my makeup at the end of the day, I only have mascara on. If you don't have much <laughs> face makeup on and you're still not even removing, shouldn't that make it easier to remove all of your mascara? Because that's all you're removing. Well, I'm I'm still like washing my face. That's not removing your makeup. But I, yeah, I don't have makeup, so I... your mascara is makeup. Okay. <laughs> so you're, what you're telling me is, is I'm you washing... have one piece of makeup on your face, and you don't even really remove that. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like you don't remove your makeup. At okay, night. we need to do some work. <laughs> All right, next one, number three. 
Thou shalt not use St. Ives scrub. I know you don't use this, so we'll give you that one. Hey, I'm one for three so far. This is a controversial hot topic. We all loved it. We know it. We loved it back in the day. I don't know if I loved it, but like I liked it and I used it. Everyone thought they loved it because it was satisfying because you're like the grains. You could feel them. It does. They're they're doing things. It feels good to like scrub your skin. St. Ives scrub is like that boy in high school that you thought was going to be the love of your life. And now that like 10 years later, you're I like, I can't oh. believe I ever dated that guy. Yeah. Like not what was even I remotely thinking? back in your <laughs> fantasy or anything. Like just completely <laughs> removed. That is St. Ives scrub. That's such a good, that's such a good metaphor. Like, no, you, you don't fantasize about it anymore. Do you? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> so you have nightmares about yes. who you were back then. Yes. Like, you were the girl so- who dated that guy and you say night scrub. Yeah, it's so embarrassing. It's shameful, like, to think back on that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we've moved on. We don't use St. Ives scrub anymore. Number four, thou shalt not covet Photoshop skin. I love this because this is more of a, a psychological piece of advice than a technical one. And so the psychological advice I can definitely do. <laughs> You know what, though? Can you? Because I don't think anybody can because of the amount of Photoshopped things out there. Like, I cannot tell you, one, like, speaking of makeup and stuff, clients come in for makeup and they show me pictures of these women and I'm like, okay, well, that's really Photoshopped. (laughs) And they're like, it looks, because it's so airbrushed, it almost looks more natural on them. Looks like poreless. Yes, it's not. It doesn't look cakey and makeup-y. And then I do the same look on a client and they're like, oh my god, it looked like my lines and this. I'm like, they have that. You just can't see it because it's photoshopped. Oof. Yeah. Celebrities don't even look like themselves on Instagram in real life. They have texture. They have pores. They have fine lines and wrinkles. They have cakey makeup. It looks like makeup on their face when they're up close and personal. You just don't see what it's like in real life because you only see the finished product. And what you have to remember when you're looking at a photo is like that is an that is almost like a piece of art that's not a picture of a person exactly you can't see me but I'm nodding I'm nodding a lot to what she's saying like the that picture of like Santorini at sunset with those crazy colors that are just so like vibrant that that's not how that looks in real life it's not to quote clueless it's uh, she's a full-on Monet from far (laughs) away she looks amazing but up close is a big old mess Oh, that's so perfect. Okay. I can't say anything better than that. Number five, thou shalt not use coconut oil on thy face. It's great for a lot of other things, but uh, not on the face. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm just going to say this. It is comedogenic, which means it clogs your pores. It is too big of a molecule to get absorbed by your skin. So it sits on top and thus is more inclined to clog your pores. There are, there are better oils out there that get absorbed very quickly and therefore don't sit on the surface of the skin and get absorbed into your pores and or clogging your pores and so leaving what dirt is, and debris. What does your moisturizer need to do like different from your ex-boyfriend? I think co- people think coconut oil is just like it's amazing and healthy for you and it's it's not. <laughs> It's really I was, not. I was going for something a little bit less emotional. I was going for penetrate deeper. Oh. <laughs> ah. Because we're talking about it sitting on. I see. <laughs> <laughs> needs to penetrate deeper. Than I would your say ex-boyfriend. coconut oil is like the, the you know, the, the boyfriend who's like super into 
I'm not, I don't know. I don't know where to go with that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Just the guy who says that he's in therapy and thinks he knows everything, but then gaslights you. Oof. Rough. Coconut oil stays in your curry, not on your face. Yes. And, you know, it's good for, like, the soles of your feet, your elbows, larger parts Ooh. of your body because it it absorbs differently. The pores are different there. Just not on your face, like or you, you said. Or if you're looking for, like, a massage oil, like an all-natural massage oil, just, like, on your body, you could use it in a pinch. I cannot say that I agree, but I don't know that I disagree. I feel like maybe we're neutral on that. Yeah. Okay. Number six, thou shalt get facials as often as possible. And depending on your beauty budget, we don't know what that means. That could mean you get a facial once a year. That could mean you get a facial once every two weeks. But Alyssa is saying you should get a facial if you can. Yes, because your esthetician, if it's not me, is going to educate you on your skin, inform you of things that are going on. They're going to be able to notice any changes because as we age, things happen. They're going to be able to tell you like aging. Who's aging? I mean, not us. (laughs) Isn't it depressing that we're never going to be younger than we are right now? Yeah. Like we can't become younger. I'm sorry. RIP our young selves. (laughs) Moment of silence. Facials can help our skin look younger. Yes. And just help us take care of ourselves better. I mean, They feel good. And my biggest thing, like my mantra with my clients is it's all about self-care and self-love. And you shouldn't feel guilty for that. And I understand budgets are different and whatever, but it's important to fit it into your budget at some point. It's, It's kind of like when you go to the gym one time and you're all of a sudden like, wait a second, I feel a little bit better. I'm more inclined to eat a salad tonight or a little bit less or not go to McDonald's. And the more you do it, the healthier you kind of want to be and you feel better about yeah, yourself. Totally. I feel like getting facials and being on top of your skin skincare is the same. And just like seeing an esthetician is, yes. is like seeing a, a, a trainer, trainer or a nutritionist, someone that's sort of helping you keep on track. Your face trainer. Your trainer skin trainer. For your skin. Yep. I love it. Alyssa's the best skin trainer around. I mean, <laughs> I won't say no. Oh, number seven, thou shalt listen to thy esthetician. I mean, this piggybacks perfectly off of the facials because, again, your esthetician is the one seeing deep into your skin and knows when you're lying about what you're doing at home and can see every pore and everything that's in there and also knows your skin type, knows what's best for it or can help guide you in that direction. So really important here. Any kind of advice that you're getting from from us, from Alyssa, is is kind of generic in comparison to more specified advice that you get from your esthetician who sees you and who's looking at your face and touching your face. So if you want a really personalized skincare experience, seeing an esthetician is always a good idea. Yes, we're the podcast your esthetician, again, if it's not me, wants you to listen to because we're we're guiding you in the direction of the person who's going to know your skin at first probably better than you and then help you understand and learn what your skin needs. Yeah, we're having conversations about all of these topics, but ultimately the best source of wisdom is going to be from the person who's looking at your skin, who is the trained professional. Yes. Number eight, 
thou shalt not listen to celebrities who say they haven't had work done. I feel like this relates really strongly to the, the, the photoshopped. photoshopped. Again, not even they look like they do. Like, they have had to have work done to get there, and a lot of them lie. It's, if, you know, they say, I think JLo specifically said, I've never had Botox, but she has had dice board. Like, <laughs> like oh. it's the same thing. But, like, it, it's very I want more dice no dice sport is dice sport the one I want or zeoman I think zeoman's the one I want I mean whatever <laughs> uh no hate at all towards that I mean I haven't had any of it yet but I, I'm I will we'll go together it'll yes, be fun it'll be great but at the end of the day celebrities have ha- they have estheticians on call they have plastic surgeons on call they have people that know like that they can go to for all of this stuff on the spot whenever they want they have they train six hours a day for their bodies and they take care of their skin like like it's their job yes because it because is. it is their job yes that's so crazy can you imagine as an esthetician no. being someone <laughs> being someone's on-call esthetician I've thought about this a lot because I know Kim Kardashian has one yeah of course she does. You know, if I was younger, if I was, but then I don't feel like that's who she wants. It's I feel probably not. But I, if I was younger, I feel like that would be a really cool job to have and the experience would be amazing. But likely she wants somebody who's more experienced and Ooh. I feel like she probably has some like I'm sure Russian you have or a Ukrainian like esthetician who's just like in her 60s but looks like she's in her 30s <laughs> and is amazing. <laughs> And who bosses her around. Who just, like, smokes cigarettes all day but doesn't age because yes. she's Russian. Yep. That's who I <laughs> Genetics I are the... The key there. Yeah. Don't smoke cigarettes, people. I have no they problem give you wrinkles. That. They give you wrinkles. They give you wrinkles around your mouth. You get smoker's mouth. Mm. Yep. Don't do it. Also known as Diet Coke straw mouth. <laughs> I don't know. I drink a lot of Diet Coke and I don't have that problem. Just I'm not drinking Diet Coke with a straw as much as people smoke cigarettes. That is 100% true. Yeah. But I mean, everyone has a number, right? Like you you would have a number that if if a Kim Kardashian called you up and said, here's how much I would pay you to be my on-call esthetician, you'd pr- and there, you'd be like, yeah, of course. What? That number would be high. I... No. no, I think it's a no. Like quality, no matter what the no matter what the number is, because I'd have to give up so much in order to do that. They don't live here. Like she doesn't live here, so yeah. I would have to give up my relationship, my family, my business. I mean, I guess for I would like, ha- for like a year. I guess I would have to give up my business. Okay, <laughs> I mean, there'd have to be conversations had. It wouldn't be immediately yes. Again, if I was twenty five, it would have been immediately yes. Immedi- immediate yes. Yeah, but now I'd be like, okay, well. Because I'm in my 30s and I have, I have a fully developed frontal lobe. I have right. to think about things. You have I to don't be- get to immediately yes anything. No. Especially like as the owner of a business. Man, is that sad? You just talked about how we're never going to be as young as we are today. And now I'm talking about how we can't immediately yes anything anymore. Well, we can immediately yes uh, sunscreen and... Uh, this is true. Small things. What else? What That's else can it. we immediately yes? Um, aestheticians advice... Um, probably, 
probably immediately yes to... I mean, we can immediately yes the entire commandment list, but it's not the same thing as immediately yesing being Kim Kardashian's on-call estimation. No, that's a whole life thing. Um, Number nine, thou shalt treat thy skin with love. Mm -mm -mm. I mean, I think that number nine means following the entire list of commandments. Like, do what's good for your skin. Treat it, treat it well. Put good products on it. Don't use crappy products on it. Wash your face. Drink lots of water. Drink lots of water. Get good sleep. Mm-hmm. Lots of things that are just like good for you for other reasons are also good for your skin. Exactly. So, number 10, thou shalt love the skin thy is in. I mean, it's like loving your body because in the, in the sense of, sure, you could work out and eat well and lose weight, gain weight, whatever. But your body shape is your body shape, right? Yeah. Like if you have boobs or you don't have boobs, it is what it is. And of course you can get work done, whatever, but love your skin the way that it is. If you are more acne prone or oily oily prone or you have really dry flaky skin. You can't spend your whole life wishing that your skin was different than it is because that's. It's not going to be different. You're always going to have dry skin. You're always going to be miserable. Yep. And yeah, we don't want to be miserable. We no. want to be we want to be thriving. We want to be happy. We want to be joyful. We want to feel yes. love for our skin, for our bodies, for ourselves. Uh, Preach. Get, <laughs> yes. I mean, get there's always room for improvement, but you can reach a point where it's not perfect, but it's it's good enough. And you're happy with it. Exactly. Like you just want to be happy with whatever you're working with. Yep, be happy with it. Be because, happy with yourself, be happy with your skin, and love like, yourself loving yourself also really frees up a lot of mental space for other things in your life you know you want to focus on your goals you want to focus on loving your family spending time with your family like if you spend a lot of time hating yourself and criticizing yourself then you just don't have the mental space to live your best life 100 percent. and I'm gonna say one thing that it also is what an esthetician can provide you the services I offer, people are like, oh, people are high maintenance. They get lashes or they get their brows done all the time and they get waxed and tinted and whatever. And the truth is, everything I offer makes your everyday life that much more low maintenance. So you can focus on what's really important in the day. And if you schedule appointments with an esthetician to have certain things done periodically, you don't have to think about it. Exactly. Like we... We provide you with the knowledge and the information and we get you your skincare routine and then you're done and then you just do it. And by all means, if you are like a person who loves to learn about everything in great detail and do it all yourself and like it's a hobby of yours, that's one thing. But if you are just like a person who wants to live your life and feel your best because you like the way that you look, then, you know, seeing an esthetician regularly is probably going to help you out a lot. Yep. 100%. All right. Now we're going to do one of our favorite, Ask an Essie. So we've been developing this for a little bit. And it's actually, there's a Google form in our episode description. So if you have any questions for Alyssa, any questions about anything aesthetics related. So questions about hair removal, questions about skincare, questions about lashes any kind of beauty services that you can get done feel free to just open that form and type in your questions and we will hopefully get to those questions at some point on the show 
And today our questions are going to be sort of more focused on some of the topics that we touched on in Alyssa's 10 Commandments of Skincare. And our first question is from Clara in El Granada, California. What are your top recommendations for sunscreens that won't clog your pores? So good job, Clara. You know that wearing sunscreen is really important. So that's a good step. So she's trying to pick the right sunscreen. Okay. So I know I get asked this question a lot and people want me to just tell them what to get. And I absolutely am going to do that. But I'm going to educate you a little bit so you can be a little bit more of your own expert. In it's case. not just an automatic super goop. Yeah. Okay. I mean, super goop is, but <laughs> you want a mineral-based sunscreen if you're having issues with your sunscreen clogging your pores. Chemical sunscreens use oil to convert the UV rays to heat. Oh. So one, that means more oil. Two, that means it's creating heat, which means you sweat more. And yes, and then it clogs your pores. So mineral-based sunscreens are going to clog your pores less. But to answer the question directly, Supergoop, Elta MD, uh, SkinScript, their uh, weightless SPF, PCA has, like I said, the daily defense mist. Yeah. Amazing for reapplication. Those are the ones that I would recommend off the top of my head. Uh, Neutrogena has been having a lot of recalls. Ooh, yeah. Can't, can't say for sure which ones are great anymore. Um, that's a whole different thing, I would say. Keep an eye on the news for br- yeah. like drugstore brands that are getting recalled. I mean, Super Goop is a little bit like, I would say sort of, it's not super high end, but it's definitely higher end than like a drugstore brand. Yes. Um. I mean, Cetaphil, CeraVe, La Roche-Posay, those are all great drugstore brands. Um, I, Elsa MD and Supergoop are my top. Yeah. I, I love Supergoop. I use the, the glow screen because it just gives my skin like a little bit of like And you've got that glow shimmer. right now. I'm wearing sunscreen right now. I know. I can see it. I can see the glow screen. The You're glow glowing. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no. Supergoop Super sponsor thing. us. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Super goop. That would be the dream. Second question is from Lisa in Half Moon Bay, California. Lisa is not pulling any punches. She wants to know, are the ordinary products crap? (laughs) (laughs) Direct. So direct. Okay. So, no. The, The ingredients themselves, great. They're great. The problem with the ordinary is that Everything is individualized, so you're getting pure hyaluronic acid, pure salicylic acid. With the exception of a couple of products, it's not formulated together, so you have to layer to get the benefits of multiple ingredients, which leads to overlayering, and then your skin doesn't absorb as much. So that makes a lot of sense. If you really only need one or two ingredients, like you're you need hyaluronic acid because your skin is dehydrated, or you need um niacinamide because of oil control and other things like sure that's fine to just buy it because it's very well priced but if you need more ingredients than that or you need more benefits because you have different skin concerns you need a product that has all of the ingredients in one or as many as possible right so instead of buying two of the ordinary serums you would buy one serum that has the ingredients that you're looking for exactly and that's why the ordinary is priced the way it is because it doesn't have all the other stuff to make it stable it doesn't need it so the ordinary is not crap but it might be crap if you need a lot of different 
things. Yes, because if you're layering too many of the ordinary ingredients, it's not benefiting you, and then it is crap. And then you are just kind of wasting your money at that yes. point. Like you're buying cheaper products, but you're using more of them, and you're not getting the results that you want. Exactly. And that makes a lot yeah. of sense. And I personally, I'm a really big, like the ordinary girl. Like I almost exclusively use the ordinary products and they, they work fine for me. I'm, I'm pretty happy with the ordinary products. And and Alyssa, you and I will probably talk a little bit later about how to optimize my skincare routine. Yes, I haven't, we, we've. We had a routine for you a while ago. We haven't really talked about it in a while, so yeah. it'll be good we're gonna, to touch We're going to get an that. update at some point. Yeah. Update on Ariel's skincare routine is coming soon. Can't wait. <laughs> Speaking of skincare routines, we also have a segment right now called Rate My Routine. And guess what? We have a form for that, too. <laughs> How cool is that? Forms for everything. Yay. I'm, I've been, like, really nerding out making these forms, so I hope that y'all like them. Rate My Routine is basically, it's another Google form. It's also in our episode description. So if you have a routine and you'd like Alyssa to give it a rating, then like if you're really proud of your routine or if you feel like your routine is good, but it could use improvement, whatever that your deal is with your skincare routine, if you write it into the form, Alyssa will give you feedback on the show, on your routine. And that's going to be a score out of 10 just like really simple and a breakdown of why she's giving you that score so our first routine that we will be rating today is from Allie in Oakland California and her routine is morning in the shower she washes her face with soap bar and occasionally an exfoliating scrub and then she applies either niacinamide zinc serum from the ordinary or a rose squalane vitamin C oil, and then CeraVe face lotion or Dr. Jart Sycopare. 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 Okay. That's one that I actually am really not familiar with, so that's a new one for me. Oh, okay. Dr. Jart. I I like Dr. Jart. They, um, he, she, I don't know who formulated it, but good products um they have one that uh it's green and it counteracts redness in the skin and it's a sunscreen and it's amazing Ooh, okay night she does an acne wash curology formula for acne and wrinkles and then extra thick CeraVe face lotion so Alyssa what are your thoughts on her routine I have a lot of questions but (laughs) soap bar occasionally exfoliate with the scrub okay bar of soap is a no we don't like a bar of soap no on the face. Uh, although there are some that are formulated like pca has like a blemish bar or a pigment bar and they're in bar form but they're not bars of soap in the, like dove so i'm going to assume she means like dove <laughs> we're gonna give her the benefit of the doubt <laughs> and say we think it's probably a formulation for face no, 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 the opposite of that. I'm going to assume it's Oh, tough. you're not giving her the benefit of no, the doubt. No benefit. Because I think okay. usually people don't mean that. When they, they just say, mean whatever they're using on their body. She's she's also just throwing it right there on her face. Yeah. Okay. Um, ex- exfoliating scrub. Again, I'm hoping it's not. St. St. Ives. Ives. So that's a hard one for me. I'm going to, I'm just going to give that a zero, like that aspect of it. <laughs> And You're rating on. that part separately from the no, rest no, no, of no. It. I'm just explaining kind of part of my rating process where that is a, oh, okay. that is a zero. She gets no points for that. Yeah. Uh, Niacinamide zinc serum, great. We love it. The rose squalene vitamin C oil. You can use both. You don't need to choose either or during the day. 
they're compatible. Um, I would let the niacinamide um, absorb well because niacinamide, when mixed with other products, can get kind of frothy on the skin or like foamy. I've noticed that when I've used it after hyaluronic acid. Especially with hyaluronic acid. Uh Um, So it's it's best to let it absorb as much as possible. CeraVe, love it. Dr. Jart. I'm not really sure why she's using Dr. Jart night during the day. And what oh, the- no, no. Dr. Jart Sikapair is her day, one of her day says, lotions. Oh, I see. Got it. Okay. The Dr. Jart has um, sunscreen in it, whereas CeraVe doesn't. I'm not seeing sunscreen in any other part of that. Ooh. So I'm going to give her morning routine a f- five out of ten. And more more points are being docked for the sunscreen confusion because one has sunscreen and one doesn't. And then the bar of soap. The, yeah, those are some pretty significant lapses in her in her skincare there. Um, the acne wash again. I would like to know what kind. Curology is okay. Um, the the thick Cerave face lotion. So I would say overall, I'm going to give her a six out of ten. She's got a, she's got the steps, and I think that's the baseline. She's doing. She's, she's washing trying. her face, and she, she's putting on a moisturizer. Exactly. So she's not hurting her skin, but she may not be improving it either. And she's not protecting it enough from the sun. And that probably. means it's yeah, yeah. Well, okay, six out of ten for Allie in Oakland, and then at some point we're gonna do mine. I I can't wait. I mean, I've I've curated most of it, but I feel like you've gone off book a little bit since. So I'm curious to see. (laughs) It's probably more just like I'm not as good at doing it every day as or doing it in the order that I'm supposed to. I don't know. We'll we'll see what my routine's like the next time that we do it. Can't wait. (laughs) And now our last our last segment today is going to be the celebrity beauty advice breakdown. So we're. I have found from the internet uh, some celebrity beauty advice, and Alyssa is going to tell us what she thinks of this beauty advice. I'm scared. Because celebrities are kind of full of crap a lot of the time when it comes to this stuff. Or even just, you know, whatever works for them in conjunction with their plastic surgery and other things that they're doing probably won't work for most people. They're not experts, so why are we listening to them? Like people are doing it for them, and then they do what? Then they like do whatever they want on top of that. They are not skincare experts or <laughs> physical trainers or nutritionists. So like, anyway. Anyways, I digress. <laughs> this purse, this this piece of advice is from your favorite person, Goop herself. Oh my god. Okay. And not to be goop- confused with Super Goop. Super Goop is amazing. Goop is not. Super Goop, super amazing. Goop, not super amazing. No. Just so we're clear. In a video for Vogue, Gwyneth Paltrow explained her unique approach to sun protection, revealing she uses a clean mineral sunscreen because there are a lot of really harsh chemicals in conventional sunscreen. So that's a product that I really want to avoid. She also added that she takes a less is more approach to application. I'm not a head-to-toe slatherer of sunscreen, but I like to put some kind of on my nose and the area where the sun really hits. So this is definitely um, a unique approach. I wish you guys could see me cringe right now. (laughs) I'm looking at her face right now, and it's just like she looks like she wants to cry. (laughs) 
Okay, so we all saw her talk about her diet, right? Oh my god! Like that. Her, it, her that diet is in, oh. her non-solid food diet. Yes, like I have bone broth, and green juice, and bone broth, and then, I then Pilates, some vegetables. <laughs> I just I can't I cannot. Okay, it so. sounds like like um like a prison diet. Like she's. <laughs> I think she is a prisoner of her own mind, so I don't know Ooh, what to that's say. A, that's a hot take. <laughs> like, whew. A prisoner of some interesting beliefs, for yes. sure. And uh, you know what? I'm going to be honest. Like, she needs, she needs, I hope somebody hugs her. No, just no to this whole thing. You need sunscreen. It does not have harsh chemicals. Of course, there are products that do. Like, I mentioned some of the ones that got recalled and other things, but... It's not a requirement for sunscreen to have harsh chemicals in it. And most of them don't. And if you you have skin that is sensitive to the chemicals in sunscreen, then yeah, you can switch to um, a gentler sunscreen. I mean, it's not even gentle. It's just like... I, mineral sunscreen. I, not It's not like chemical or mi- mineral is better. It's more so just like the filler ingredients that are in there. And mineral does tend to have fewer ingredients. It just has like zinc and titanium dioxide and other stuff. And there are, the thing is, is that mineral sunscreens are better for like the ocean and stuff. Whereas chemical sunscreens have ingredients that are more harmful, which could also. Yeah, I think there's actually like, um, like a law in some places. Yes, most places. There, it's, uh, a lot of sunscreens had to redevelop and they will be labeled as reef safe. Yeah. And I mean. That's I, I would go with that. Go with sunscreens that are reef safe. And you should be slathering yourself in sunscreen. <laughs> Melanoma is the most common ca- skin cancer. Do you want skin cancer? Like do you and then also premature aging. It, it's both things. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you should be slathering yourself. You should not be listening to this advice. It's great that it works for her, but that's her own personal choice and her own personal beliefs. And I can tell you right now, the chemicals in sunscreen are less harmful than UV rays on unsunscreened skin. That's fair. That seems scientific. (laughs) Yes, that was a very scientific statement. (laughs) Well, I mean, you learned a fair amount of science in when you went to beauty school, just a really specific area of science. But yes. I mean, it's true. And the way that the UV rays attack the cells and other things, like that's what you're protecting it against. And you don't want those skin cells to be damaged, whether it's cancerous or aging. Neither are great. I know, Alyssa. There's just two conflicting ideas here. The idea that I'm supposed to love my skin and I'm also supposed to be covered in sunscreen all the time. But I also know that I love my skin a whole lot more when I'm tan. <laughs> Spray tan. Spray tan. Sunless tanning lotion. I mean, honestly, yeah. Like, if I could be spray tanned all the time, I would. So, here's the thing. You can wear sunscreen and still get tan because it's not 100% effective. It, your, your skin is producing melanin to protect itself. Right. So it will produce melanin. It Even w- if you use sunscreen. Exactly. You'll get a little bit of you tan. Get, you get vitamin D still. It's not like you're completely 
not getting anything. You're not just like walking around in a giant shield from the sun. You're just shielding yourself as much as you possibly can. You will still get tan and you will still protect yourself. Well, I promise that I will wear sunscreen the next time I go lay out by the pool. How's that? Is that good enough? No? (laughs) I think that's enough for today. I think Alyssa (laughs) wants to go yell at me now. Um, thank you so much for listening to your bestie Esty. We hope you will catch us next time. I'm not sure what we're going to be talking about yet. And be sure that you check out those forms in the episode description for Ask an Esty and Rate My Routine. We would love to hear from you. We want all your questions and we want to know what your routine is. So until next time, bye. Bye.